Look at uh, we are joined by uh, one man on the phone and one man in the studio. TJ Holland, you're welcome to Saturday Chronicle here. Ah, Thanks, Tom. Thank you. And we're joined on the phone by Ted Harrington. Ted, can you hear us on right? I can, yeah. There's a bit of an echo, but I can, yeah. Okay, yeah. Morning, Ted. Ted. Hello, John. Yeah, you got a bit of publicity in recent in the last couple of weeks about Pyrite in Clare. And, you know, if you're watching the Late Late Show last night, they were talking about Micah and Donegal, and we always thought, actually, that problem was way up to Donegal <laughs> and places like that that doesn't bother us. But Pyrite is near enough to home. And there was a public meeting, was it, in Ennis last night? And That's right, uh, a, a two-and-a-half-hour meeting in the, in the West County last night. Yeah. Um, and organised by the Care Pyrite Action Group, uh, which is, I think, its member is Martina Keery. And um, he, uh, between 80 and 100 people were present in the room. And all our Iraqis members were there, bar one. Yeah. Unfortunately, they couldn't attend. And we had uh, some of the people from... Yes. So basically, just sort of, uh, uh, getting to know or finding out the status of the most uh, yeah. in Yeah, your your line isn't great, unfortunately, but we uh, we do the best we can with it anyway. Are there many houses in Clare that um, you know of at this stage that are affected in one way or another by pyrite? Well, first of all, I'll just preface it by saying I'm not a spokesperson for I know the that's, Pirate yeah. Group, right? Yeah. Um, but they, they say at the moment that there is uh, roughly 100, but they guess there is far, far more than that, maybe even more really? houses. Yeah. They haven't come forward, or maybe they don't recognize that they have Pirate, or they're keeping it quite for the own personal reasons they have Pirate. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, yeah, at the moment there's 100 members in the, in the Clare Pyrite group. And are there houses in Clare as badly affected as some of those pictures we're seeing coming from Donegal? Uh, some. Really? A few houses in Clare are very, very badly affected. There are cracks all over the place. You could There, there are blocks falling down uh, out of the walls, particularly the corners of the buildings. You could put your hand into some of them and the cracks are penetrating into the inside leaf of the house as well. There would be stage four uh, pyrite houses, which is the top. Yes. Similar uh, um, stage might be stage two, where you're presenting with the cracks. They have all these sort of signs of pyrite, but the house is still structurally sound. And um, then you progress from that yeah. to stage three and stage four. If there's any whiff of pyrite damage to your house, it has huge implications for lots of things, insurance, if you're trying to sell it and all that, hasn't it? Oh, great. Great, yeah. yeah. Um, first of all, if you've got pyrite, um, and if they just take you aside a second, you can, there are qualified engineers that will do visual inspections. Yes. And they will say, look at what I can see in front of me at the moment, has all the indications that you're pyrite. However, to prove your pyrite, you have to do a, a sort of a core sampling test, which is very expensive. Um, it can cost up to seven thousand euro. Really? But let's say two, um, uh, maybe four exterior core samples, yeah. one interior, and two below the foundations. Yeah. Right. These are soft triangles for analysis, and then based on that, they tell you whether you have or you haven't beyond proof. 
that you have pirate or like as the case may be. Ted, uh, John here, Ted. Uh, how, what are the actual um, uh, primary indications that I may have a problem visually? Visually, as you look at a house, yeah, um, it's like a spider's web of cracks. Now, it won't initially show that. It might be, there might be a few, and you might mistake them for settlement cracks and what have you. Maybe a few horizontal cracks, or maybe they come out from the corner of a window or uh, over a door or something. Yeah, actually, they they just they progress and they spread. And initially, they'll be very fine, but they, gradually they'll enlarge and they'll run along the wall. And I suppose. It's like a crossword puzzle of cracks. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And uh, I suppose gable end walls are going to show it most dramatically because they're so big. And why has it taken so long to, to, to manifest itself? Well, you see, you talked about um, there are two substances in concrete blocks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. One of them is mica, the other is pyrite. Yes. And what happens is Moisture gets in to the concrete block. It, it, um, it, it, uh, let's say the, the, the mica or the pyrite in the block will become, um, it will dissolve in the block and it will create instability in the block. Right? It also so expands, I think, doesn't it? When it, it's, yeah. it, it expands. And yeah. in this fact, for a finish, the block becomes just like a wheat piece of it. Really? You know, it becomes mm -hmm. complex. Is they're very extreme, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so, if you look at the house visually, I mean, the, the whole gable end of the house might have a whole series of cracks running in every direction, horizontally, vertically, this crosses them. And then they progress, they get worse over time. Now, I mean, moisture, it doesn't have to rainfall now, moisture in the air, and plenty of acid water, it's really cracks in the wall. It can, it can make the condition worse. Yes. And over time, I mean, it does take time. Um, the standard at the moment is you're allowed, when you're producing manufacturing blocks, 1% uh, of either micro or pyrite in them, and that's the maximum. But if it's more than that, then you're talking about you're in trouble. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's yeah. really, really it's frightening, Tom. Frightening mm -hmm. for anyone that's yeah. has a, a, a bad, um, badly affected by it. And hopefully, hopefully, the government will decide this week to give them full redress, you know. Full well, redress. I, yeah? what, what there was a meeting last night that we're looking at the moment for Claire to be included in any future yes. redress scheme. Oh, Claire is not recognised as part no, of it at yet. the minute, is it? No, no, no not at the moment. Uh, five houses were tested in Clare yeah. uh, by Clare County Council. Yeah. And the results came back and they forwarded these to the department and it's worked out. It's population county Clare. So those five houses were scattered throughout the county. Yes. And um, they have made their submission. Uh, they made that in June. They expect uh, maybe it will be December before there's a decision made to include Clare in any uh, read this yeah. Okay. Um, and that's fast. Donegal have been trying to do this for the last eleven years. Really? May or really? six years. Yeah. So I mean, it's the was about two years ago, or close to two years ago, and um, they have done a huge amount of work uh, on, on uh, trying to 
get care included. You said you said earlier there, Ted, that uh, a certain percentage of mica is permitted in block in the sand to going into the blocks. Is that am I correct? In in, in that is correct. Yeah, they they they, they allow one percent, a maximum of one percent. Uh, been very light touch regulation by the government over many many years. So they were aware. So the, 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 oh yes, the, the, the quarry owners would have been very aware of the stipulations. But unfortunately, I mean, it might, it might be a vein in the quarry that contains a lot of mica or pyrite. Yeah. And um, because of light touch regulation, uh, the, that's what the boxes up houses, you know? Yes, yes. Mm. So... Uh, from that point of view, um, there is a maximum of one percent. So you went uh, in. You went. You went in with um, uh, a desire to have answers. What was the outcome of last night's meeting? Well, I would say that all of the Rockus members, including the senators, uh, together with uh, quite a number of county councillors. We're all of one voice. There was a unity there that care must be included in the scheme. That is, that is going to be announced in the next month, within a month. So that's the start, and anyway. That's the start. Yes. And uh, they're very, very optimistic that care will be included. Yeah. And yeah. then the second thing is uh, if, if care are included, who will operate the scheme, uh, they expect that it will be on a county date, so therefore the county council will probably be implementing any any redress scheme. Yeah, okay. And yeah. Uh, then, uh, I'd say that maybe there should be a nationwide scheme rather than basing it on the county level because people get their concrete blocks from, let's say, another county or yeah, even their house yeah. in a different country. Yeah. A national scheme. And it's only uh, this, this particular scheme that they're talking about at the moment is a residential address scheme. Yes. Cover commercial buildings or community buildings. Uh, so uh, the, as we're hoping, following on that then, we're hoping that there'll be 100% um, redress given. Yes. I, think mean, I mean, there are quite an awful lot of costs, quite apart from building of the house, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're talking about your, your to planning permission has got to be got to to take down your house. That's it. Take it down completely. Yes. Uh, planning permission has to be paid for to rebuild. Yeah. We're talking about people have to relocate. Of course, if the whole house is going to be demolished. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, at the moment, it's, it's sort of all in the mix. Nobody really knows what the government yeah. are going to decide on. And the, the work was about two months ago. Quite a number of engineers who are qualified in pyrite. Um, they're called IS465 engineers. They would uh, say, this is like a pyrite. There's no point in talking about removing the outer into the house and getting that yeah. uh, going down to the foundation. You still have pyrite. Yeah, yeah. So therefore, you will never be able to sell a house. I know. You you will never get full insurance. Now you will probably get into a profile, uh, and damage other than to do consequential driving in your house. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Ted, we might leave it at that. I'll tell you why, because the line isn't 100%. But thanks for enlightening us on the situation in Clare. And I do hope that the government do the right thing by anyone that's and all of the people that are affected by Pirate and Micah, indeed. Okay, bye, Tom. Thanks for that, bye, Ted. Bye, and the next yeah. time we talk to you, we'll talk to you on a better line, maybe. Yeah. 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 Okay, bye. Okay. Bye. Yeah. thanks indeed. That's a frightening subject. Frightening, isn't, isn't it? Is. It is. Yeah, absolutely. So, TJ. The clock is going to beat us here. It probably and will. We, we again, could, again. We, 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 we could talk about lots and lots of things, yeah. you know. And I'll just maybe set the example to um, my house. Um, I'm wondering about retrofitting and whether, whether I do my windows or whether I do my insulation or whether I do my solar panels or air to um, heat. Yeah, yeah, so where should I start? Um well, it's fairly topical at the moment anyway, yeah. because um, I'm post are uh, pushing a, a deal and the credit union movement are pushing a deal. They have money. To, well, they have money yeah. uh, and loads of it, mm. and they want people in to borrow. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, now, I'm familiar with the credit union side of it because I'm involved with the credit union. Yeah. And um, in that respect, you need to get a BER done, first of all. Once you've got the BER done, uh, as a result of that, there will be recommendations made. Yes. And the interest rate you will be paying will depend on your final BER after all the work has been done. Yeah, yeah. So um, you can, uh, I, from what I, I understand, you can spend up to 75000 get uh, 25000 back in grant payments from the SEAI. Yeah and borrow, if that's what you need to do, borrow the balance from either on post or the credit union. And off the top of your head now, uh, let's, I suppose solar panels you're probably familiar with, what's the payback on those? Um, well, the pay, in, in our case, our um, ESB bills have been reduced by about two-thirds. Really? So we were paying over 250 euros every two um, months yes. or on average 250 euros yeah. every two months um, so that has been massively reduced um, over the summer months the ESB bill for two months would be 40 or 50 euros uh, the most recent one I think was 80 yeah. it'll go up a bit for the winter yeah. but basically for the summer months our use of electricity for two months is about 100 units so the bill is mainly made up of the standing charges. Yeah, yeah. Are you getting any money for surplus energy? I'm produced? not. And I've been um, banging this drum for quite a while, you know. Yeah. And there have been promises made at government level and so on to pay for the surplus energy. But as yet, it hasn't happened. This is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. You? And I mean, my, my, my notion is if I... We generate at home about over three and a half thousand units of electricity per year mm -hmm. so if we were to buy that from any of the from the any, yeah. of the any of the suppliers then there would be a certain level of uh, carbon production associated with that yeah. um, energy production yes and we would be charged for that yeah. in terms of carbon levies and so on so maybe the very least they could do is um, you know, do the converse and instead of charging us for the carbon that uh, we would otherwise be producing, repay us for the carbon that we're not producing, you know. They're, they're that might be one way. Uh, your surplus electricity, they're taking that for free. They're taking that for free. 
And we don't it's, it's, we don't have a choice on the surplus electricity. Yeah. The, the only choice we have is that we have um, a battery, and that battery stores about five units. Yeah. Now, what does it, that mean to let's say well, the ordinary it listener would, here? It would be more than enough to cook your dinner. Mm. You're okay. to cook a, a substantial dinner. Yeah. Yes. But um, so therefore, you need to be either have an awful lot of electronics available to you or to be on site to use the electricity while it's being produced, particularly during the summer months. Yeah. If we don't use all of the electricity, then that creates a problem. So to, to solve that problem, it has to go in to the ne- Something, network. Yeah. yeah. Yes. For safety purposes yes. and so on, yes. it has to go into the yes. network. So we've no choice but to put the surplus electricity into the network for safety so reasons. what are so you on. saying to the politicians sitting beside well, you? I'm saying, that if they're listening, I'm saying, you know, they're trying to encourage people away from uh, carbon-producing yes. methods of mm. energy production. And they're constantly using the stick approach, as in using... Um, carbon taxes and so on maybe the carrot approach should be tried as well and um, pay the people who are producing surplus electricity for the surplus so electricity. So it's unanswerable TJ. It's, it is and then it may in fact attract um, other producers into the system. Mm. I mean for instance John you and I are well familiar with the area, roof area in the community college. Yes. That could certainly be used as um, site so, for solar panels. Yes. The problem is the school is closed during the summer months when most of the electricity is being produced. Yes. So if the school could either get a credit for it against their ESB bill or be paid for it, then there's probably a great uh, green school project yes. open there. For producing a f- production of the electricity, more you, the more you talk about this, the more out, outlandish it appears. It is outlandish in um, terms of policy. The the other thing then is that farmers have quite vast areas of roof, mm. cattle sheds, cattle sheds, yeah. and yeah, uh, sheds, yeah. so on. Yeah. Now, I suppose for dairy farmers, it would make perfect sense because they have quite a high usage of electricity during the summertime. Yeah. But for beef farmers, it doesn't make any. S- since yeah. unless they're being paid. Yes. And um you know if it, you go to Germany all those cattle sheds have solar they have, on yes. Have they? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. And there's in uh, a few months back I've been speaking to uh, Max Bogenberger and he said where he comes from in uh, Bavaria there are solar panels everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And the producers are being paid for the electricity. For so the 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 politician the who isn't sitting beside you, except in our imagination. Yes. Uh, we are saying to him, look at, uh, would you cut out all the, 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 the crap and, and get down to the basics? Exactly. We're now going to sign an agreement with France to actually, this week, yeah. uh, to uh, be able to exchange yeah. energy. The energy yeah. And mm-hmm. much of the energy... In France's case, it's nuclear it's energy. Nuclear energy yes. Okay, yeah, so I mean, nuclear, you know, that politician needs to know that yeah. as well, doesn't and, he? You know, we think that we're anti-nuclear just because we don't have a nuclear yeah. power station on the island of Ireland. Yeah, but we're buying in electricity from yeah. uh, suppliers who are producing it by nuclear methods. I, I haven't an argument personally with nuclear energy, but it's clean. The search, but you know, huh? it's clean. It's clean. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it's, well, it's why? 
but why not avail of what we can Land. do, Tom? Oh, exactly. Right. You know, exactly. As, as outlined by DJ. Wind and solar and, and yeah. incentive. 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 Yes, incentive. I think, is the thing. Yeah. 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 Gentlemen, do you know I'm going to cut you off here? You know, it's a pity. We'll, we'll come back to this we'll again, back TJ. Again. That's know? fine. Exactly. Okay, we will and, do. Uh, there's lots of things we could say on it. 